Welcome back to the Shot to Side podcast. I'm your host, Alex. I'm joined once again by Adam and Matt today. Um, how are you doing today, guys? Doing good. Uh, trying to pod and watch the wolves at the same time. Uh, not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, a very good game going on in, in uh, well, it's in Golden State, isn't it? No, it's it's, no, here it's at in home, Minnesota. Oh, that's right, that's right, right. We're just talking about that. Christian was at the game. <laughs> I know. I had a couple buddies that are sitting courtside right now, kind of jealous right now. I don't. Think, that was a dumb question, but uh, yeah, it's been a little while since we've done a podcast. You know, me and Matt uh, came down with the flu a couple weeks ago, week and a half ago, uh, right up. You know, basically like two to three days after we watched the uh, Vikings get absolutely. Destroyed at home against the Giants. Um, cried a, cried a little bit on that game, <laughs> but um, we're ready to get back at it, and uh, we got a good podcast for you guys today. So make sure you like and subscribe if you enjoy the content. Uh, follow our social medias as well. But uh, getting started, we're going to be talking about uh, the All Star Game a little bit. Uh, reserves are coming out uh, today on Thursday, um, so. You're going to figure out who the reserves are, who makes it, who gets snubbed. We'll talk about that a little bit. We'll also talk about um, the Rising Stars game. Uh, All of those players from the rookie and sophomore team, plus the G League Ignite players that made it as well. Uh, We'll talk about that a little bit. And then we'll also talk about some current NBA news. But uh, getting right into All-Stars, the starters were announced uh, so in the Eastern Conference, you had, uh, I believe, Kyrie Irving, Donovan Mitchell. You had Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, and Joel Embiid. Um, or actually, no, Joel Embiid didn't make it. Uh, Giannis made it. That's right. Uh, and then in the Western Conference, you had uh, Stephen Curry, Luka Doncic, LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, and surprisingly, you had uh, Zion Williamson in there as well. Um, so we'll start with the Eastern Conference guys, just reserves. Uh, who? We'll start with Matt real quick. Uh, who do you think is going to make it for your seven reserve spots? Uh, well, I think one is obviously Embiid. Probably should have been a right. starter. Uh, I, th- tough, I, I mean, it's tough to put him right? over those guys. but Yeah, Adam, yeah, you had Embiid in so. there, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Okay, that's a lock for all of us, then. Then um, I'd probably have to go with uh, Jimmy Buckets for one of them. Uh, so that's two. Three would be Harden. I'd have to throw in there, too, as well as uh, Jalen Brown. So that'd be four. And then go with Paolo, or not Paolo, <laughs> Pascal Siakam <laughs> as uh, five. Um, it's tough with his injury, but I would still probably put Hal Burton in there just because he was having such a good year until he got hurt, and he's just coming back now. Um, and then it was at six now. Um, yeah. One more. Hmm. I'd maybe. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Bam. Um. Seven's kind of a toss-up for me. Maybe Garland. Uh, people have been out, though, so it's kind of tough. 
Uh, I, maybe I, I'd probably go Trey Young, actually. Okay. So you got... Shit, just uh, a little Joe. name value there, so I'll give him the bump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. So Matt's got... Uh, you got Joel Embiid, Jalen Brown, James Harden, Trey Young, Tyrese Halliburton, Jimmy Buckets, and Pascal Siakam. Yep, those are my seven. Adam, you got any different ones on your list? Yeah, that's not that's not bad. That's that's a pretty good list. But yeah, obviously, definitely Joel Embiid. That I mean, I think he should have been a starter. Obviously, um. <laughs> Number two, I think for sure, making his first all-star appearance, Jalen Brown. I think he's having a great year. Um, and then I've got to put Bam Bam in there. Got to put Bam Bam. <laughs> um, just because they're, they're going to need another center. I think he's the best center on, on the reserves that can be picked. Second best center in the league or in the Eastern Conference? In the, in the East, I'd say. I'd say. Under Joel, Joel Embiid, I, I think so. Right. Especially this year. Um, and then Pascal Siakam has been having a great year. I think he's definitely got to make it. Um, and then one that you guys probably forgot, um, DeMar DeRozan. I, I think he definitely makes it. I think he makes it over Jimmy Butler just because – DeMar DeRozan has been more reliable and I think he's had just as good of a season as Jimmy so far so what was that is that three or four so I got Jalen Brown Pascal Bam Bam and Joel Embiid Joel Embiid so that's four DeMar DeRozan DeMar DeRozan yep and then I another another shocker. I think I'm just gonna put out a wild card in there. I'm gonna put Jalen Brunson. Probably Jaylen one that you guys weren't even thinking about, but I, I have him in one. Gonna... I have him getting knocked out in my in my. He might be like a possible su- substitute on my roster, that's, but that's what I'm thinking. He's gonna be a substitute, but I think he he's gonna be the one Nick that's gonna make the All Star game. Okay. And then, well, I got two more picks, right? I think that was six. You got one six. more, I believe. Oof. This is when it gets tough. Because, like, do I put Jimmy Butler in there or do I put Trey Young? But I think Trey Young is more likely going to make it. Yeah. I think popularity-wise, I, th- I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't think Trey Young was that high in the fan vote. So. Uh, Which and is we know, surprising. Which is right. Surprising. Right. And we, I, I've heard, I mean, I haven't heard personally from players, but uh, it doesn't seem like a lot of people around the league uh, think Trey Young's that great because in the player poll that they did, I think he was, I think he was like ranked 20th in the Eastern wow. Conference for picks for votes. Wow. Which is shocking. So yeah, uh, yeah, he was fifth for guard though for fan vote. Yeah, okay for fan vote. So fan vote, he got you know decently high, uh, but player vote uh, surprisingly really low for somebody like Trey Young. Right. But uh, I just don't respect the D. <laughs> I think I think actually I'm gonna, I'm gonna change my pick. I'm gonna go with my fantasy guy. I'm gonna put James Harden in there. I think he he has to make it. James Harden over 
Trey Young. Trey Young. Yep. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Adam took the uh, player votes into but, account hey, on this one. I'm being biased because he's on my fantasy team, so I mean, I kind of have <laughs> to. All right. All right, you can be biased. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So, um, yeah, I like your guys' picks. I think we all had, uh, we all had Joel Embiid. Um, Adam, did you put Jalen Brown in there? Oh, of course I put Jalen Brown in. He, okay, I think so he's, we, he's the second one I put on there. Yeah, so we all had Joel Embiid, Jalen Brown. Um, Adam, did you put Pascal Siakam in there as well? I, I did, I did, I did. You did? Okay, so Pascal Siakam. Uh, I have James Harden making it just with how well Philly's been looking lately. I think they deserve two starters um, in that role. Uh, I also have Tyrese Halliburton in. We've seen how the Pacers have looked without him. Um, hasn't been good. I think when he went down with injury, I believe they were the fifth seed in the East. They've dropped down, I think, to like 12, 11 or 12, somewhere around there. So uh, it's big indicator to me, especially when, you know, they've had to have, you know, players like uh, TJ McConnell and um, – you know, other point guards on our team kind of step up and nobody's going to fill that, you know, that role that Tyrese has. I think he's leading the league in assists this year with like almost a little bit over 10 assists a game, which um, they really need that playmaking. So I had to put Tyrese in there. Um, See, I had Trey. I, in, in, yeah, the word, in the words of Wally Zerbiak, I think he's a wannabe all-star. <laughs> I think he's earned it this Albert. year. I think he's been... I think he's been playing really great this year. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, like yeah, he's playing good, but he's, it, his play doesn't, like, turn into wins. So I, I can't really but it, No, but it has. They were the I fifth mean, seed in the East. They were. They were. At, when, he was, <laughs> when he was playing. Yeah, yeah. And ever since he got injured, they've been falling. So, like, that's why I think Al Burton's been a, such a big piece for this Pacer squad because okay Adam tell me this like going into the year you guys tell me this going into the year did you think the Pacers would be you know in playoff condition at all honestly in the east anybody can be (laughs) (laughs) no way no way you had the Pacers in your top eight going into the season no of course not like I'm not no no yeah and with Hal with Halbert on that team they were a top eight team it's just, it's just, I don't know how you can justify putting Halliburton over like people like, like Trey Young or Demar Derozan or like Jimmy Butler. Like it's, it's Derozan's tough. It's the eleventh seed right now. Right. The Bulls are a dumpster fire. Yeah, but he's they have playing. Title aspirations. <laughs> they they might even trade Demar Derozan. So I mean. I just look at like, (laughs) yes, yes. (laughs) He's been to multiple all-star games. So Um, moving on, like I, I mean, Tyrese Halliburton, I had in there. Uh, We all had Pascal. um, And then my final spot was kind of tough. I had to get a heat player in there. I didn't know if I want to go Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo. I decided to go with Bam just because, you know, he's played majority you know, more games than Jimmy has. And I think with him on the court, with Jimmy out, uh, they were still winning some games in the past, you know, couple weeks. So uh, I just like the play of, of Bam 
recently, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And then um, he's been making that mid-range jumper, which if he gets that going uh, and starts scoring, uh, I think that definitely makes him an all-star candidate. But uh, just looking at the possible substitutes, player that, players that didn't make it for my squad on the East, uh, DeMar DeRozan, like Adam put in there, can definitely make it in. Um, Jimmy Butler, like Matt said, can definitely make it in. Jalen Brunson, uh, Julius Randle. It's kind of surpri- yeah. yeah, it's kind of surprising we didn't have. I mean, I didn't have a single New York Knicks player in there, and you know they're playing really, really, really good so far. Um, and it's kind of tough because, like, you know, I think they just have a well-oiled machine there in New York with the players they have. I just don't. I don't know if they have that that superstar that I'm necessarily looking for on their team. I mean, it's tough because Jalen Brunson has been a huge addition to their team. And uh, Randall in the past month has been absolutely destroying teams. So, uh, and then another, another two players that didn't make my team, um, Darius Garland can definitely, definitely be a candidate. You know, Cleveland's looked really well. And then, um, maybe a second Milwaukee Bucks player like Drew Holiday, but um, it's tough. There's gonna be there's gonna be a couple snubs uh, come come today, but uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, kind of who the reserves are. Uh, but um, moving on to the Western Conference, though, we talked about the starters. Zion possibly being or probably most likely being uh, the biggest surprise in that starting unit. Uh, going through these reserves, guys, we'll start with Adam first. Uh, who are your seven reserves? I mean, just like uh, Joel Embiid in the East, um, I think Shea is just as as much of a lock as, as Joel Embiid is in the West just because Shea's been having an unbelievable year this year. And for once, he's healthy. And we haven't seen like a, a really a fully healthy season from Shea so far and so far he's i mean he's averaging what 30.8 points per game which is crazy mm-hmm. i mean not the, the tank's best coming team. though yeah oh yeah no i, I see don't tanking. you worry <laughs> well i mean they're they're kind of like the pacers in the sense that okc has you know done better than expectation this year than anybody thought they could so that's that's why he's getting or should be at All-Stars just because, you know, they're in playoff contention and Shea is also having one of those years where, you know, not many players can say, you know, maybe there's four or five, six players that have had better seasons, but he's up there top 10. For sure. And then um, number two, obviously, this is like, uh, this is probably the more obvious one than and Ja Morant. Those are my two guards that are coming out of the East, or I mean the West. You got to have Ja. I mean, Ja, I think I had Ja as a starter um, when we picked for starters. Um, but yeah, Ja has been having a, a good year so far. I think he's, I think he's led them to a number two seed in the, in the West. So that's that's yep. i mean same old same old there I, I feel like they're always the second seed so and then another player who i've been talking about all year who's been having a, a i mean he's, he does the same thing every year he averages a double double every single year and and demontis bonus 
He's averaging 18 and 12 and then seven assists. I mean, I think he's having a great, great season. Yeah, Kings then, are three three seed too. Exactly. I mean, that's that's probably the most shocking in the West. I, I wouldn't just like who was it in the East that we were talking about? Well, I mean, Cavs are up there. Pacers. Pacers. We were talking well, yeah, about Pacers, the, the Pacers, but they dropped. They've dropped since. Right. But Sacramento at three, that's uh, no one could have predicted that. I can tell you that much. Um, and then the most improved player of the year, you got to put Lori Markin in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's deserved it. Oh, for sure, for sure. And then uh, comeback season for Damian Lillard. I think he's for sure going to make that all-star bid. Where is that? One, two, three, four, five. I got two more picks. Okay. Yeah. And then I would don't get me wrong, I'd love to put Devin Booker in there, but um, due to injury, I don't think he's making the All Star game. So in his spot, um, I'm gonna put in Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is, I mean, when he plays, he plays very well. Um, he's in my eyes, he's the leader of the Lakers. I mean that. I mean, <laughs> uh, I don't know. LeBron's having a decent year. I mean, when he plays, um, but I think Anthony Davis is definitely the, the captain on the Lakers, especially when when he plays. Yeah, when he's healthy. But that's the problem is he hasn't been healthy over the span of the last two to three years. So yeah, that's why and... they're not in the playoffs right now. Right. <laughs> he's he's learning from LeBron. He's like, oh, I only have to play like half the season. <laughs> dude lebron's playing way more than half the season come on no but it seems like lebron takes every other game off he's he's been taking off like back-to-backs but i mean for the majority of the last like couple like two to three months lebron's played majority of the games Le- lebron's moving into that the Kawhi leonard phase <laughs> Yeah, but Kawhi's like, what, five years younger than LeBron? Yeah, no, Kawhi's just beating LeBron to the punch. (laughs) (laughs) And then with my last pick in the West, the last pick is always the hardest um, because there's so many players that are definitely deserving of it. And I want to, I got to give it up to De'Aaron Fox. I think he's he's been kicking it up this season, especially later on. But we're Timberwolves fans here, so I'm gonna put the good old Ant Man in there. <laughs> Wait, so you're not putting De'Aaron Fox in? No, no, I was just no. De'Aaron Fox, I think he's had a good season, but um, I I can't I can't not pick Ant. Ant's gotta right. make it. He's ha- he has to make it. <laughs> Fair enough. So that's that's my that's my seven. Okay, Matt, you got any uh, differentiating picks from Adams? Uh, let's see. I'd go for sure, John Shea. Um, prop. I'm kind of iffy on Damian Lillard because I feel like I'd put Fox over Lillard just because uh, they're the three seed and uh, Portland's the uh, like twelve seed or eleven seed. 
Um, and they're both putting up pretty big numbers. Um, but I'd probably do for sure Anthony Davis. Um, he's putting up unreal numbers. He just needs to stay healthy. Uh, but I, if you're going to make Zion a starter, you might as well put Anthony Davis in there. Um, then, obviously, Laurie Markin having a great year. I think he, he deserves it um, this year. I would maybe put Sabonis in, but I would probably lean towards Paul George. I just think he's a better player, um, even if he doesn't put up numbers like that, <laughs> especially in rebounding. But... He's a really good defender, so I take that into account. Um, and then I'd probably put Ant-Man in there as well. Um, so I think that would be my seven. Shea, Ja, Darren Fox, Ant, uh, AD, Markinen, and Paul George. Okay, yeah. Well, they're solid. I mean, on my list, dude, I mean, you got to put in – Damian Lillard. I mean, let me I'll read off the last five games from Damian Lillard. All 30 point games. 33 points against Memphis. 42 against Atlanta. 30 against Toronto. 60 points against Utah. And 37 against the Spurs. And pretty much in so in four out of those last five he was averaging over six assists per game on top of that. So, um, you know, I think Dame is one of the few players you can put in there just even when Portland is. I believe they're a 12 seed right now in the West, but um, you can't factor in the standings too much in the Western Conference just because you have, like, I believe it's, like, 3 through 12 are all within, like, I think four or five games. So it's, like, you could see after the All-Star game or All-Star weekend just – Portland jumping up all the way to like four or five in the span of a couple weeks. So um, that's why I have Damian Lillard in. And I, I think he's a special talent. He has been for his whole entire career. Um, and a must add on my, on my roster for the all-star reserves. Um, obviously well, yeah. I have um, John Morant in there as well. Um, Shay in there as well. I think we all have Anthony Davis as well, so uh, check that box as well. Um, I think Sabonis should make it. Got to have at least one player from Sacramento, especially with the record that they've had um, to start off the year. Yeah, I could put De'Aaron Fox in too, but I just think... three uh, seed. I know, I know. I'd like what Sabonis has done from you know, all aspects when it comes to scoring the ball. Uh, I think he averages around six and a half assists per game too, which is huge, way more than De'Aaron Fox. Uh, and then his rebounding numbers are top five. Uh, he averages well. one more. <laughs> one more assist? Yeah, De'Aaron Fox averages six more points a game though. So I think that you got to score to win. Yeah, I mean, De'Aaron Fox is definitely a better scorer, but um, when it comes to... Too. I don't know. Both. I mean, this. If one thing lacks is in this Sacramento team is its defense. Like, I think on majority of these games they try to outscore the other team, and that's why they've been winning so many games. I, I don't like a lot of their defenders on their starting five, to be honest. 
Yeah, I don't love him. I just know from the the T Wolves game, it was Deer and Fox that took over at the end while Sabonis was just crying to the refs. (laughs) Fouled out. Trust me, I know we were at that game. So I mean, yep. That was that was one of the tougher L's to take, but I, I knew once it went to OT that, you know, I think Sacramento made a good decision of putting Trey Lyles in and going a little bit smaller, uh, and it should like they hit some clutch threes in OT, and we just couldn't get anything going. Once when yeah, Kane the Wolves also de- <laughs> Wolves also decided just to leave them wide open too. Yeah, that's true. Um, after Sabonis, though, I got Lori Markinen. Uh, I think, you know, Utah, I believe is, I want to say Utah is like a fifth or sixth seed in the West. So uh, he's definitely deserved it, that spot. Um, and then for my last spot in the West, I have, I did have Devin Booker, but just because he's missed so much time. Um, and even if he did make it as the reserve, I would still have Anthony Edwards in as the substitute. But uh, just because he's missed so much time, I'm going to put Ant in there. I just think with what, you know, Ant's put up in the past two weeks and also getting the Wolves back up to, I think they were at a five seed. They did drop down to an A seed as of now. Um, This is before the Warriors game that's playing right now as well. So I'm not counting that. Um, So that would be my seven. Uh, Some notable players I left out. Um, Paul George, Matt mentioned, definitely could add him. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, um, deserving as well. And then, um, Pelicans, I, I mean, Pelicans deserve to get, you know, maybe another, another player, maybe CJ McCollum in there as well. I like what, you know, it's tough because CJ, has CJ ever, ever made a all-star game? No. I don't think he has. He's been holding down the fort too. Why guys have been hurt? Right, and it'd be. I think C.J. McCollum's kind of in that Mike Conley situation where you know Mike Conley couldn't make the All Star game for so many years there in Memphis, and I think C.J.'s fallen kind of into that same spot. So, um, wow, the you know, Pelicans are on a nine-game losing streak. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's been rough. I mean, since Brandon Ingram came back, he hasn't looked right. You know, he's looked a little bit, a tad, a tad bit slow out there. Um, and then, you know, I think that's why Zion has to be a starter and, and got voted in as starters because, you know, with him in, they were, they were what, a, they were a one seed. And now they've, they've dropped down quite a bit. So, um, yeah, I mean that's that's a majority of why I wouldn't have CJ in there is just because of this huge losing streak and honestly yeah. I mean, they've, they've had they've tons lost of injuries it. though. Right, right. So that's huge, but those are kind of our, our all star reserves. Like I said, you guys will find that out uh, tonight on TNT, uh, I believe around seven o'clock, uh, sometime around there, but. Uh, they'll announce the reserves, so stay tuned for that. Um, the NBA also announced um, the Rising Stars Challenge. They they announced the uh, players that are involved on both the uh, rookie team, sophomore team, and uh, they are including, I believe, five or six players 
on the, um, the G League Ignite team. Yeah. So, Brookie's team is going to look something like Paolo, Vancaro, Jalen Duran, AJ Griffin, Jaden Ivey, Walker Kessler, Benedict Matherin, Keegan Murray, Andrew Nimhard, Jabari Smith Jr., Jeremy Soshan, and Jalen Williams. The Bronco. Uh, small forward, Jalen Williams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then on your sophomore team, uh, you do not have Alex Caruso, or not Alex Caruso, I mean, uh, um, what's his face? Uh, uh, no, on the Lakers, um, Austin Reeves oh, uh, did not make it. <laughs> well, he's hurt, isn't he? Um, he is hurt, so that's maybe factors in, but um, kind of, a, I thought he'd be in there no matter what, especially when you see some of these players, but uh, Jose Alvarado made it. Scotty Barnes, deservedly, deserve, deservedly so. Uh, Josh Giddy made it. Jalen Green. Quinton Grimes was kind of a surprising make, along with Bones Highland and Trey Murphy the third. Uh, you have Evan Mobley, Sangoon, and Franz Wagner to round out your sophomore team. Wagner. Um, yeah. <laughs> And then in the G League, Ign- <laughs> <laughs> and then for the G League Ignite, uh, I didn't go through their entire team, but uh, future draft pick for next year, top three picks, Scoot Henderson's going to be in it. So we'll get kind of a taste of what he looks like. Uh, maybe it boosts up his dra- draft portfolio a little bit, but I think he's still going to be a top three pick no matter what. Uh, Kenneth Lofton Jr., I think is in the G well I guess he's on the G League night, but he uh, was yeah, on they're Memphis. All in the G League. Big big fluff. Yeah. Um you got Mac McClung in there. I'm excited also to see Also in the Mac. dunk contest. Also in the dunk competition. So I, I th- he's my dark horse. I'm I'm honestly not that excited about the dunk competition this year. I I know Anthony Simons is in it as well. Um I mean, it's it hasn't been the same since Zach Levine and uh, Aaron Gordon were in it, but who knows? I'm still gonna watch it. Should still be. I mean, maybe we'll get some entertaining dunks. Who knows? But um, Scotty Pippen's little son, Scotty Pippen Jr., is gonna be in the on the G League Ignite team as well, and they're gonna be coached by uh, Jason Terry, the Jet. And then the other coaches for the rookie and sophomore teams, I believe, are going to be Pau Gasol, Joakim Noah, and future Nets Hall of Brooklyn Nets Hall of Famer Darren Williams. <laughs> See, I thought the weird the weird coach was uh, um, Joakim Noah. I, I I always thought that was weird. Uh, that was kind of just out of nowhere. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe they couldn't get former ex-players that wanted to do it. They're like, hey, you, you want to coach this game? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Joakim Noah was – he was a decent role player in his prime for the Bulls. What's so good about Cleveland? I've never heard anybody say they want to go to Cleveland. <laughs> Nobody wants to go to Cleveland. You know what? I mean, when you're on vacation, you're not going to Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what i know joking for (laughs) yeah but so for this uh rising stars game i believe they are separated into four teams kind of like what they've done 
um, over the past years. So you'll have like, I think they play like three individual. No, how many games do they play? Do they play like just uh, maybe yeah, they... a three game mini tournament? Three game. Okay. So they just yeah. I mean, like, like I said, I'll probably watch it. But... And then the final. Yeah. Usually you see some pretty entertaining dunks. Probably better than dunk competition, but um, that's still yet to be seen. But um, any surprising like players that maybe got left off from the either rookie or sophomore teams for you guys? I thought Jeremy Soshan was going to make it. No, he did. Oh, he, never mind. He no, he did. He did. Never yeah. mind. I mean, I think the uh... rookie team is solid. I think that's who I would pick. Yeah, that's like half my fantasy team. You got Walker Kessler, Duran, <laughs> Jabari, Matherin. Squad's looking good. You know, you know who's who was left off the list? Johnny Davis. <laughs> <laughs> who? I thought he I thought he was playing in China now. <laughs> yeah, he might be in a couple years. He's playing with Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> Tough to see the Wolves see Walker Kessler in there when they could have just had him instead of Rudy Gobert. I know, it's very disappointing. Don't remind me. <laughs> too, well, too late. But... Can, can we trade Rudy for, um, for Walker <laughs> yeah, for Kessler Walker. and, 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 and Lori Markkinen? <laughs> yeah, I think the Jazz... The Jazz definitely want to trade. That's very disappointing, but whatever. You're going to oh, have to just move fleeced through us. it. They fleeced us. Man, there's yeah, times where, uh, where I start to like Rudy, and then I see him try to do a post move on someone, and I just throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Full-on projectile vomit all over. <laughs> Talking about the Wolves, though, guys, I mean, we might as well do a deep dive. I mean... Oh, yeah, they made it up. Before we do this, oh, isn't Herb Jones a sophomore? Or no? Yeah, Herb Jones definitely should have made yeah, it. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't make it. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't make it. Yeah. Okay, not, one more Quentin thing. Who, who do you guys think that the uh, the MVP of the this game or the championship will be? Let's see. The MVP of the All Star game. No, the um the rising stars. Oh, rising stars. Yeah. Um. Probably Paulo. <laughs> you just go with the the easy one. Well, I mean, yeah, he's the best player out there. He's been the best rookie this year by far. He's and the best I, player out there. Yeah, I mean. I don't, I don't know, know if I take Evan Mobley over him. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna score more than Paulo. Eh, he could. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know how how high it goes up to though. It's not like an actual game, is it? No, I think it's. They might play to like. I can't remember if they did last year where they did. If it was just the Kobe Bryant thing where they played up to twenty best twenty four. Uh, my or pick not, for MVP maybe. is going to be Franz. Wagner. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he's going to beat Paulo in the championship. 
<laughs> what if they're on the same team? They're not gonna be. <laughs> yeah, probably not. See, I, I gotta go with my uh, my uh, fantasy stud, Jalen Green. Obviously. He might not even play though, because like he's been out with injury, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a serious injury, but right. if he does play, I think I think he's gonna take it. Okay, my dark host would pro uh, would probably be Bones Highland. Bones. <laughs> I think Bones yeah. Highland would just with his speed and his dangles. I think he could, you know, a couple threes back to back. Could shock shock the world and get that MVP. Because he's gonna get my more playing heart, time. My dark horse is Scoot. Oh, Scoot Henderson. Whoa, whoa okay. He, and he's gonna yeah. show why he's the number two pick. Yeah, I can see that. Definitely, definitely see that. I hey, could but, make a case for number one, but I doubt it. <laughs> I, I doubt know. it. Wemby's pretty pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think Wembenyama is definitely a, a lock at number one. Scoot's probably the lock at number two, I would say. Yeah, I've seen some of his G League highlights, and they're they're pretty nuts. <laughs> mm. Dude, yeah, didn't he didn't he just have like a fifty point game recently? That, it sounds right. He's had some like sick like, dunks too. Yeah, dude's got. I mean, he. This might be bad. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Jalen Green. What? But I, I hope he's really? better. I hope he's no. better. No. I don't really see Jalen Green. I see. I kind of see Ant, honestly, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, he's not He's not as thick as Ant, though. Yeah, like a thin Ant. Yeah. All right. Mix, mix Ant and Jalen Green together, and you get Scoot Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. Scoot's more efficient than Jalen Green is, Jalen. A yeah. chucker. <laughs> Honestly, I I hate comparing players though to other players, especially when they're still in the league. It just, it's it's one of my least favorite things to do. So I I, I apologize to the fans for having to listen to that because it it kind of hurts me to have to compare. It's one of my one of my least favorite things to do. Except for Ant, he's the next Michael Jordan. Ant <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ant is the next Ant Man. He's gonna be. He's a star. He's a. He's a future superstar in this league. I truly believe that. We just gotta get him to. We just gotta get. Speaking of Timberwolves, we gotta get him some help because we need to ship D'Lo out of there. I don't think D'Lo's been the best player for Ant to really learn behind as a veteran. I mean, I guess D'Lo would be a veteran technically on our team, and then. I mean, bringing in that Rudy Go, bringing in Rudy Gobert, and then with Cat being injured, it's just been kind of a whirlwind for the Timberwolves. And you know, Ants played definitely, definitely played better. But do you guys think that you know there is a move that they can make? Because I honestly don't think there's anybody they can get for D'Lo that would be worthwhile. I, I can tell you who I would like us to get, and that would be Freddie Van Fleet. Uh, I think mm -hmm. that would be a great trade if we can somehow make that happen, but I doubt it. Why would it. Toronto do it? No, that's what I'm saying. I doubt it'll happen, but like, if if it did, that would that would be that would be a great trade if 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 it could happen.
Welcome back, guys. Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, everybody in the media has been talking about it. At least everybody that, you know, isn't a, a LeBron hater is talking about it. But uh, LeBron's 89 points away from taking over that number one spot over Kareem as the top scorer in the history of the NBA. Um, just looking at their next three games, um, cause if he's averaging around like, if it's his average, which is 29 points per game, uh, he should be able to get it in three games. Um, granted we're doing this podcast as they're playing Indiana. So I'm not sure what his point total is going to be for, uh, when this podcast comes out, it would be yesterday's, yesterday's game. So I don't know what the point total will be for uh, yesterday's game, but uh, on the fourth, they play the Pelicans. Uh, and then that third game would be at home against OKC. Now, would he... It's tough, because do you think he's going to plan this out? Or is this something that's just going to happen naturally as it comes? So, yeah, I don't uh-huh. think this is something that you can really plan out per se, but I think if 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 he if he's going to I mean obviously he's going to get it, but like if he when he's going to do it, I think he's going to want to do it at home on home court in LA. So it's either going to be against the Thunder or the Bucks. And what is that? That's like um, three or four games away now. Three games away for OKC, four games for Milwaukee. So, yeah, I think it would make more sense for it to be in Milwaukee. Um, I mean, who wants to watch a Lakers-OKC game? I mean, the only reason why you're going to watch it is to maybe see LeBron break the record. Yeah, I mean, that's why people are going to tune in. But if and- you were LeBron, but if you were LeBron... A lot more people are going to be watching that Bucks Lakers game at well, home. Yeah, I mean you're throwing a little shade at the Thunder fans right. too. Like OKC has a strong fan base too. Nobody wants Shea. to see OKC. I, I'm sorry. I I love me some Shea, but OKC. Nobody wants to see that. Wow, wow, that's some harsh shade. Hey, what do you what do you want to see? You want to see LeBron and Shea go at it, or do you want to see LeBron and Giannis go at it, and also see LeBron break the record? Well, when you put it that way, I think I'd rather see LeBron <laughs> just, and then like have it be like a forty point game against Giannis, and they're going back and forth. Yeah, I think I'd rather <laughs> see that. I mean, when you put it that way, <laughs> definitely not dropping forty on Giannis. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would like to see. But what, what was what was what? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's number? What was it? Thirty something? Thirty four? Something like that? No. Kareem's number? Yeah, when he played. Oh, it's thirty three. Yeah. What are the chances that he scores thirty three when he breaks Kareem's record? <laughs> now Adam's getting into some controversial, you know, theory. Here, I mean, you heard it here first. <laughs> do you know something we don't? Yeah, yeah then the NBA would be scripted. <laughs> it would. It would. 
Man, Maybe what, what are your thoughts? Bit. When do you think it's going to happen? Uh, that's why I, I was thinking probably against uh, the Bucks too, just because that game's on TNT and the other one, the Thunder one's not. So they're going to put it on if he gets close, which maybe they will. Um, also, so how, how, Thunder Bucks. How ironic is it that Kareem also played for the Bucks? His only, only know, team that, 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 <laughs> that would be really fitting. I, I feel like it's the Bucks one. Right. I think it's scripted. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to play against the Bucks against Kareem's former team, and LeBron's going to put up 33 points. <laughs> In respect to Kareem. No, it's going to be in... And then they're going to lose by 33, too. (laughs) (laughs) Just to cap it off. (laughs) No, that'd be good. But also on top of that, I mean, this isn't the only stat LeBron is chasing or has chased. Uh, He's always been top 10 in, in majority of the categories, but... Uh, he just passed Steve Nash, Adam, your boy, Steve Nash, for fourth on the all-time assist leaders in the NBA as well. Um, I believe just above him is uh, Chris Paul, but by like 2,000 assists, so I don't think he's going to catch Chris Paul, especially since he's still playing. And then you have Jason Kidd and John Stockton above him as well, so um, I don't think LeBron's going to take over that number one spot in assist leaders, but... Uh, still no. impress. It's still impressive though, just his longevity, to be able to play this long to be top five in two statistical categories in NBA history. I mean, that's granted. You got to factor in how much the NBA has changed. I mean, this is every single year. It seems like there's always way more scoring in the NBA, which only helps out st- statistical categories uh, for players in general. So, uh, I mean, it's still impressive, though. I still, I didn't, I still didn't see like a, you know, like a, a tribute to Steve Nash from LeBron. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm still waiting for it. I, I'm waiting for Steve Nash to give LeBron his, you know, due and and thank him first. I mean, no. No, that's that's not how it works, Alex. <laughs> I don't think, honestly, I don't even think LeBron and Steve Nash were even like I know ne- I've never heard of LeBron or Steve Nash like talking after a game or anything. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they were pretty, that close. So, no, I don't, I don't think so either. Yeah, <laughs> well, LeBron LeBron's also uh, ninth all time in steals. Wow, that's, that's actually surprising. Get, getting pretty close to Clyde the Glide Drexler at number eight. He's like twenty five steals away. Top top ten in three three statistical categories is um that's goat worthy in my eyes. Stop top it. Top ten Stop top it. ten in games played too. Yeah, yeah, I mean I'm sure if any, anybody who plays, you know, thirty years in the NBA, I mean you could break any record. <laughs> I don't think it's Damn, quite that, 30 years. But. The Wolves have the second all-time field goal percentage leader, Rudy Gobert, on their team. Oh, wow. That, That's worked yeah, out we're talking about tremendously. Goats. That's a goat right there. <laughs> he, he should make the all-star team. Yeah, he really should. 
Just off that alone. Yeah, so we're having some technical difficulties with Matt right now. <laughs> his, his microphone is kind of glitching out. So um, we're going to get that fixed real quick, and then uh, we'll be right back with you guys. All right, we're back again. <laughs> no, Adam, we're not sponsored by anybody right now. We're, we're still looking for that sponsor. So if, if, if you guys want to... If we can get a sponsor in here, that'd be wonderful. Shout out, shout out to the sponsors out there. <laughs> not, we're not going to name any right now because we don't want to. We don't want to bias or anything. We are open for business, <laughs> Especially FanDuel. If you want to sponsor us, please do. <laughs> or just price to, <laughs> Just as I say, we're not mentioning names. Matt's like, let's throw out these two. These would be good. <laughs> No, but uh, we got we got Matt's mic fixed, so I, I think yeah. he sounds he should sound a little bit more crisper in the podcast. So um, this second half should be I'm not gonna say it's gonna be better than the first half, but oh, <laughs> damn! Did you see that D Lo three? Matt's getting a little excited up for the T Wolves game. Damn, we're down by uh, one now. So yeah, we're we're staying Dude. in touch with this T Wolves game. We we're. Uh, we're excited for six minutes left. Let's go. All right. Well, we got to finish the podcast first, then, so we can watch the end of it. <laughs> or we can just watch the game while doing the podcast. That works, too. And just watch but, commentary. Yeah. But, I mean, just looking at the standings real quick, I mean, I think it's time to pencil in the Celtics. You got to pencil in the Sixers, Bucks. Nets and Cleveland Cavaliers in the Eastern Conference. All of them are locked for me in the Eastern Conference to make the playoffs. Uh, the other teams, you know, six through twelve, um, I think they're all within, you know, five five games. You could even put Orlando in there. That's, you know, that'll make it, you know, seven teams out of that. But I think, you know, coming to the trade deadline, I think the most important teams that you have to got have to keep an eye out for are. You know, Miami, I think Miami wants to make a move, maybe dealing Kyle Lowry or something along those lines. Uh, I think New York could be a buyer. Um, Dude, no, you can see Christian on TV. <laughs> can you really? Yeah. Holy shit, I just saw him. That's crazy. <laughs> Christian's a celebrity. <laughs> oh, my God. I love we how we're doing this during too. the podcast. I love how we're doing this during the podcast. <laughs> it's like fans take a take a step back and and watch the highlights of the T Wolves and Warriors game. Not <laughs> only that, it's a good game. We, we also yes. took the lead. <laughs> yeah, but by the end of this, by the time people hear this podcast, they might see that the Wolves actually lost the game. So we don't want to get our hopes up too much because that's I mean Minnesota fans are are great at getting their hopes up when it comes to, you know, our teams uh, on the pro side of it. But on the bright side, though, to, to tie it in with this, if we win this game, we'd be in the fifth seed again. So that'd be pretty cool. We'd have the fifth seed? Yeah, because we're a half game out from, like, the three teams in front of us. One of them's the Warriors. Well, that is true. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be huge. 
I, we'd be tied for like the fifth seed with Dallas. The West is so close. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I was gonna talk about the East, but I mean, we can dive into the West. I think. No, let's continue on. Yeah, the we East. we can do the East. I was just looking at the standings. Okay, I mean, like I was saying though, like who would you say was locks? You thought Boston, Milwaukee, uh, Sixers. Well, there's five fans. teams in the East that are locks. I'd say Celtics. 76ers, Bucks, Nets, and Cavs are all locked for me. You guys have any issues with those five? No. No. I mean, I feel like the Heat are probably locks too. Yeah, I'd, I'd lock them in. Maybe not for the. I mean, they could maybe slip into the play in, but I think they'll make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like the Knicks, Hawks, and Wizards and Pacers are all just like. Pretty uh, shaky teams. Yeah, I, I mean, I I still think the Hawks would probably be a lock as well. Just with know. how much star talent they have. And, well, I mean, are you picking it between Atlanta and New York? Who are you picking? Oh, New York, 100%. You're picking New York. Wow, I would pick Atlanta. No, but I'm saying... Is... I'm yeah, saying, like, between it. Miami, though. Like, they, Miami, like beat yeah, him pretty yeah, yeah. easily last year oh yeah i'm taking miami over atlanta i'm just so those top six probably are locks for for sure and we'll i mean i kind of agree with adam though i feel like the knicks could beat the hawks now hey J- jalen brunson yeah. possibly but like that's why the trade deadline is going to be so like important because we've heard trade rumors speculating that you know john collins might be a trade asset uh new york i could see them making moves especially i don't think they're gonna trade him but rj barrett has i don't know if you guys have watched like the past week or so but it just seems like tom thibodeau doesn't trust him on the defensive end of the ball i mean he's a great scorer and everything but I mean, Quentin Grimes is playing just as much or not more minutes off the bench. So, I mean, do you think R.J. Barrett might be, like, a possible trade candidate? And, like, what would somebody like R.J. Barrett go for on the market? I don't, I don't think so. I don't – what I think R.J. is still on his rookie deal, right? Yep, still on his rookie deal. Rickety. So I mean, if they were to trade him, it would, it would definitely be, right now. But I don't think they would. I think they'd be, insanely stupid if they traded R.J. Barrett. Like R.J. Barrett's way, yeah. way too good of a player. Depends on what they got in return. Like if they traded him for like somebody like O.G., I'd be, I'd be game for it. If I was them. Um, Right. I saw. I saw they were interested in him, and they were gonna offer like up to like three picks for him, like three first round picks, and that'd be pretty. Jeez. I don't. I don't know if I would do that if I was the Knicks, just because. I mean, with the Knicks, you never know if they could be in the lottery the next year. <laughs> well, I mean, damn! Like the Knicks have the draft capital, and they don't like to draft. For one, I mean, just ask Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't think OG's like this huge swing too either. Like this kind of goes back to like the Rudy Gobert trade where like I'm not giving up four draft picks for Rudy Gobert, nor nor am I giving up three draft picks for OG. Like 
I think trades are just getting crazy nowadays because somebody like OG, like two, three years ago, would go for one first round pick. So to see him get like possibly traded for three first round picks just to be like a solid, solid, like maybe third or fourth guy on your team. And I mean, he averages like probably around like 17 points per game, but obviously you're getting him for his defensive talent, which is, I'd say top 10, top 20 in the league. But if you're looking at this Toronto team, like, I mean, what are they right now? They're 12th in the Eastern Conference, 23 and 29. They're, they're better than the record, though. They definitely are. Right. I mean, I still think they overachieved last year. Granted, they lost first round, and I think they're definitely underachieving this year. But, you know, somewhere in the middle, I, you know, I still think they're like a 500 team. They just, they don't have a center. Pascal Siakam's playing center, sometimes Precious Achua. But this team should be better with Fred Van Vliet, Gary Trent, OG Anunoby, you know, Pascal Siakam. Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes, who they thought was going to be the next Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> I mean, no, they... I, I thought that was Patrick Williams. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My bad. I mean, there's a lot of Kawhi wannabes, but, um, I mean, it's just they yeah, have so it, much talent. If, I if just there's one I got... team that's gonna probably clear house pretty soon here. It's it's probably the Raptors, just because of how bad they're doing this year in terms of their record. And I don't think they want to be spending all this money on you know a losing season. So I, I think the Raptors probably gonna be clearing house. I think Fred Fred's probably on his way out. Probably probably a couple other players as well like definitely OG is on his way out but I mean that's the thing yeah I mean I I honestly don't think man did you want to touch base on that a little bit or yeah I was just gonna say I I think OG's probably I mean three might be a lot but I could justify it honestly more than even the Rudy Gobert trade just because like this is a wing driven league and you need good perimeter defenders uh, we saw like kind of like what a difference a player like Wiggins made for the Warriors. And I think OG is the similar type of player to Wiggins. Um, so, like, if you're a team that's, like, that piece away, I think it's worth it. But otherwise, it wouldn't be worth it. So, like, uh, another team that has kind of been in interested in him is the Suns. And I think the Suns, like, I could see that being worth it for them just because, like, Chris Paul's age, um, I think it might be time to try to win it one more time or, like, get to the finals one more time before it's too old but See, I don't know, what do you guys think about that yeah that's a good point I, I just don't think teams value first round draft picks like they they used to I feel like if, if they think that they're not going to be in the lottery they're way more willing to be trading um, their first rounders especially if they're in win now mode too yeah exactly yep. I feel like part of it too is that like prospects are younger now so a lot of them are projects um and if you're in win now you don't want a project (laughs) exactly but i mean you can also like just the thing that's tough is like when you look at the east and west like there's in each conference like one through 12 maybe one through 13 all have a chance of making the playoffs 
I just don't think there's going to be a ton of, I might be wrong. I might be totally wrong, but in my eyes, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of like major trades just because like, I think there's a lot of teams that think like their team is good enough to make the playoffs and, and maybe make some noise, but you might, it, you know, I, I think there's going to be some small trades, some Josh Hart trades type of players where you have like, you know, decent three and D guys, buddy heel type guy, you know, players that are going to get traded for. But when it comes to like the star players like John Collins and OG, I think when the price takes that high, it's, it's tough to say that that trade can happen because uh, for example, Matt, you mentioned the Suns possibly being an OG market. I don't know what they can offer. Like they have, I think they have two first round picks they can offer. And then who you, you're offering, like what, Cam Johnson? Jay Crowder. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, saw I, mean, something I don't, that. don't they have like 10 first round picks? Or is that the Knicks? That's the Knicks. The Knicks too? Okay. Yeah, so the, the Knicks would make sense for it then, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because I think the Suns had to give up one or two for Chris Paul. Yeah, it makes sense. And didn't they make another trade? They might have lost a first for Jake Kraut. No. Dude, actually, they might have lost a first. They might have gotten in trouble, didn't they? Yeah, what was that for? I think that was for their, their owner. Yeah, like to their owner lose them a pick? Yeah, because like, like their owner was, yeah. Would it have been a first round pick, though? No, I think it was just a, a second rounder or something like that. Yeah, usually it's like it's it's got to be pretty round. severe if it's if, if they get rid of a first rounder. I don't think that's happened in a long time where the league has um, gotten rid of a first rounder from a team. Right, but transitioning into the Western Conference, and we touched base a little bit on the Eastern Conference there, but. I think Western Conference locks at this point. I think, I mean, team. I'm not for teams that are locked into their position right now. I think are Denver Nuggets and Memphis Grizzlies. That's it. Or other than that, like three through thirteen could all be jumbled up. I mean, you're looking at three through thirteen. I think it's. Is it five and a half games in between three and thirteen, which is insane. I mean, yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, you can see the Lakers go on a not not saying this is gonna happen, but you can see the <laughs> Lakers go on like a ten game win streak and then be in the third third spot. I mean, that's not gonna happen, obviously, but no. You know, and if you're if you're a Phoenix fan, you got to be happy about that. You know, getting Devin Booker back, you could easily drop or, you know, jump up to that three spot. Same with the Timberwolves getting Cat back. Uh, granted, I don't know how that's going to mesh very well. And then same with the Pelicans with Zion coming back. Uh, and, uh, you know, they've dealt with a lot of injuries as well. But what do you guys think of the shape up of this of the Western Conference? Just how close together everything is. Honestly, yeah, the, the West is is kind of a shit show. I mean, 
you have teams like like Sacramento, you have the Clippers at the three and four spot, which is very, very unusual for, the, for being in the West. I mean, we knew LA was, I mean, the Clippers were going to be a good team, but I, I didn't really expect them to be a fourth seed. Um, and then I think for sure Sacramento is going to slide for down like later on in the season. I see them as like a, like a six seed like high high playing team i don't they're definitely not a three seed i can tell you that much i i can definitely see the suns moving up i can see the pelicans moving up and possibly the timberwolves depending on how they do when they get cat back but i for once the the west is is very sporadic right now yeah, I agree. I feel like there's not not a whole ton of like uh, top tier teams right now that are separating themselves. Uh, besides Memphis and um, oh, who's the other team at the top? Denver. Denver. Oh, the Nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. I had a brain fart there. <laughs> but um, yeah, I could definitely see the Kings slip in. I think it's kind of at a point too where like the only the two teams that are out of it are the Rockets and the Spurs so that makes it kind of interesting too because like if a team does decide that they're not going to be competitive this year and they want to trade away players they could be the third worst team still and be a top like six pick or like top right. ten pick so um, that kind of makes it interesting that's why I still feel like uh, the tank general Shea Gilgis will uh, eventually come into play and they'll have some sort of hamstring injury that came out of nowhere um, if they decide they want to go that route. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Same with Utah. Walker Kessler might all of a sudden have a toe injury or something that puts him out for <laughs> just, two months. Just throwing injuries left and right out to these players. I would just say that it happens every year in the NBA where the last couple weeks of the year, they just these mysterious injuries pop up. Um, but it, other than that, I mean, I feel like it's pretty close. I think I could see teams going all in too. Like the Kings are so desperate for the playoffs that I could see them like trying to make a trade too at the deadline just to make sure that they get in and don't let things slip. You know, Alex was talking about it earlier that he kind of doesn't like their defenders. So I think they could probably be in the market for a defender, like uh, maybe like a, Jay Crowder or something like that, or I don't know, just some or, or Thibel or Thibel, Thibel. Yeah. yeah, my bad. Gary Trent's I, a decent defender I, as well. I would like Gary Trent a lot for them. Yeah, I don't know what they give up, but I just I just couldn't see Gary Trent in a Kings uniform. It just it just I would think it would look weird. Yeah, it's it's too many guards too. I, they're not getting rid of Malik Monk. I think his connection with De'Aaron Fox is too strong, and they probably wouldn't want to move on from him and then Kevin Hur's been phenomenal this year so I don't think I don't see them you know he struggled a little bit recently but I don't think they would trade him either I could see them moving on from Mitchell though Davion yeah yeah um problem is Gary Trinkett makes about 17 million I think and Davion Mitchell makes about one to two million so um yeah it's tough because they have to make money work uh, Who's that backup center, Rich Homie? Rich Homie Quan? 
I think he makes <laughs> like a decent amount. Yeah. Yeah. He makes Rich like 10 showed me something. I, 10 million. Yep. So, I mean, I don't know how. I mean, over... they could probably make it work if they wanted to, but they could probably use somebody like a little bit bigger, honestly. Like, um, like a 3 4 type player. Maybe a John yeah, that... Collins. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but who they, who are they trading? I mean, well, the one like player they, on there. I mean, they the can one player like on their Barnes team and like that, picks or something exactly, like that. Exactly. The one player on their team I was just going to say is that I would like them to trade is, trade is Harrison Barnes. Like I think granted you do lose lose a little bit of that veteran leadership with Harrison Barnes, but as a player I've just personally I've never been the biggest fan of Harrison Barnes. Um he does offer a, a lot to your team, but you know, scoring-wise and defensive-wise, yeah, no, I'm, I'm I don't think sure. he's great. We have yeah, a chance to win. <laughs> Kyle Anderson, defensive rebound with four seconds left. T-Wolves got a shot. Time out. <laughs> Can chance. they capitalize? T-Wolves we'll, Nation. We'll keep this rolling for a little bit just so you guys can uh, either hear our excitement for this win or absolute disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be one of the two, but... Um, Dude, Harrison Barnes has been such a crazy, uh, like, consistent player. He's averaged, like, 15 points for, like, 10 years straight. Yeah. I mean, at, me and Adam went to that Sacramento game, and, I mean, I did. we did prize picks. I, I took the under. I think his prop line was at 15.5 points per game. I think he ended the game with, like, six points. So yeah, he did pretty shit that game. Yeah, it. I mean, he has games where he looks good, and then he has games where you don't even realize he was on the court any point during the game. So, um, yeah, Matt, I, mean, I would make much it? rather have John Collins. No, we we haven't taken it yet. It's about to inbound. Okay. I this is nerve wracking. Going to OT, but it's going to OT. Probably, but we'll see. Oh, of course, D'Angelo. Oh. Of course, D'Angelo Russell took the shot too. Oh my God, that's a bummer. That's a bummer. I guess you guys won't get to see our reaction, but um, make sure you follow us on TikTok, Dude, Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, Facebook. That shot aside, send us uh, some comments, questions, or even concerns about us talking about too much Timberwolves ball. In the comments section, or, or to our Gmail account. To talk about that shot, or or do that. <laughs> Send just, it to our Gmail not, account. Just not OKC. Just not OKC. Shot aside. Shot aside at gmail.com. Send it our way, guys. But until next time, peace out. Peace. Go Wolves! Come on. Let's go. <laughs>